Welcome to the I Am Enough podcast, where you learn about the amazing power of your thoughts, intentions, positivity, affirmations, and belief. I'm your host, I Am Eva Mike. It's about self-empowerment in mind, body, and spirit. I also talk about the power of nutrition, exercise, and mental programming to become a strong human being. We also dive deep into conversations about alternative healing, energy healing, spirituality, and other topics outside the box. You can also find me on my YouTube channel, I Am Enough TV with Iron Eagle Mike, and on Instagram at Iron Eagle Mike 88 and I Am Enough 88. For today's special episode, we have our guest Maya Shaman of MayaShaman.com. Maya is an authentic Lemurian shaman. So if you guys are curious about what a Lemurian shaman is, well, anyway, we're going to be talking with her on an ongoing series called Wednesday Wisdom. And it is our third episode with Maya the Shaman. And uh, Lemurian cold healing is what is, you know, her specialty is among, among many other things. Her quote is, If you never seek to understand your ancient past, you will never be able to reach your divine destiny. We are all heart-centered beings, and for so long we've searched for that connection. A connection to something greater, more powerful, even magical. It's the connection that pulls us forward and higher at the same time, the connection that is ours. The Lemurian Code is the key to unlocking the ultimate knowing of our ancient past. The code that bridges us in the astral and spiritual realms to our own divine inheritance. It is the path of the indigenous land keepers, the Lemurians, the people of which this world loves. For so long we've been taught to ignore, bury, and reject our roots and reach far beyond our earth mother. But I am here to tell you that it is time to wake up. My name is Maya the Shaman, and I'm here to guide you back into the realization of your authentic, beautifully pure indigenous self. In the realm of spirituality, the Lemurian Code healing is for everyone. With the Lemurian Code, you can reach the infinite point of inner harmony, the state in which you are more than you and you are one with this great universe. It is time to finally remember. It is time to come back home. So sit back, relax, and we'll be talking all about Lemuria on this third episode listener can learn truly about your roots and we dive deep into conversations that you've probably never heard of before so keep an open mind an open heart and this exciting episode will soon begin hello everyone Welcome back, and before we get started with our special guest, Maya Shaman, I'd just like to uh, share some very important information from her website about Lemuria Code Healing and Lemuria. Well, Lemuria is the ancient portal to the divine cosmology, and this is taken from uh, Maya Shaman's website, mayadashaman.com, the lost continent of Lemuria. Lemuria is the lost land, the first continent of the Pacific. She is the lost continent of the Pacific, what others may refer to as Mu. Lemuria and Mu are one and the same. The first beings that lived in Lemuria were the Lemurians, the first extraterrestrial galactic 
steps foot on our beautiful blue earth planet. They are the beings of pure love and light, the ascended masters of this universe. They carry with them a unique cosmic signature and the same spiritual purpose and mission as that of our living earth planet. The Lemurian beings are the earth keepers, the protectors of earth mother's land. They are the original indigenous brown colony walked and lived upon the face of our earth planet for eons of time. They are the intuitives, the mystics, the healers, the kind, the generous, the peaceful, and the loving. They are the original shamans. Vibrating at the highest frequency, the Lemurians control the forces of the moon, walking on the water, standing on fire, transporting themselves through the air and ether at any place and at any time. Capable of shifting the atomic in the environment, the Lemurians are the magical star beings who have no limits. They are the sincere devotees of the divine and her creations. The Lemurians built their spiritual kingdom on Earth Mother, one that was abundant in all its forms. They sustained peace and harmony on all levels, and no one on their premise went hungry or homeless. All were cared for, and all were provided with the necessities to live a peaceful and happy life, one that is perfect and in predators or aliens, and the Atlanteans, all watered the intoxicating magnificent land of Moon. In her greatest beauty, splendor, and wealth, and all that she had within her, Lemuria was once that everyone envied. Everyone claimed to destroy her. Through the hospitality of Mu was her greatest, her greatest strength. It was her willingness to serve and help others that allowed no boundaries for beings to come from. She was taken advantage of, and her strength became her greatest weapon. Yes, this is the land of Moon we speak of and her people. This is how Moon, the motherland, was originally referred to. She was the feminine. Moon and her people were exploited to the core, fed with endless war, famine, ignorance, and lies. After being attacked time and time again, her beauty was lost. The people of Moon lost their self-confidence, lost their magic, and lost their once exalted place in the cosmic village of high social status. They were no longer seen as the light and wisdom of the peaceful nature in which they belonged. Lemuria was unrecognizable, and almost everything was replaced with changes in cruelty. The descendants of Lu were kept in silence and abruptly lacked their very own identity. The magical part of Lemuria left the surface land and built their kingdom deep in the Pacific Ocean, along with all of their knowledge, power, and magic. It's now submerged underwater. The untrue history of Lu was then fed to everyone, and her history became a totalitarian dogma force-fed to all of us, most especially to the very own children of Mo. In this website, www.mariadashaman.com, you can read all about Lemuria, all about Maya the Shaman. And today you will hear directly from Maya as we continue our discussion about Lemuria is going on in this earth, what is going on in this universe, and what we all can do to help uplift and awaken humanity. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. This is going to be a fun-filled episode. Hello. Hi, Mike. 
Hi, Mayan. Welcome back to our third episode now of uh, Wednesday Wisdom with Mayan the Shaman. We're so honored to have you back. Thank you, Mike. Yes, and as I was uh, sharing with the listeners in the introduction, that you are a authentic Lemurian shaman and the originator of the uh, Lemurian Code Healing, and you are here to share to us the real story about Lemuria, a continuation from our uh, previous episode. And I'm sure this will be a really deep uh, and insightful conversation. So. Uh, you know, we're so looking forward to hearing more about about this, uh, about this this revelation, because we've all been told in history books uh, a lot of false things. So, yes, I give it up to you, Maya, to to share the, all the details. Okay, thank you, Mike. Well, the last time we were talking about that, the brown people were the first people in on earth i mean and mm-hmm. um and that you know i'd like to continue talking more a little bit about that because um you know it, it's like a surprise to many people to hear something like this and it's it's time to you know release informations that are and uh, and it's really um amazing to be able to discover these things because um Lemurians have traveled the entire planet, mm-hmm. yeah, and they have traveled all the way to to Europe, you know, mm-hmm. to um, to Canada, you know, North America, Central America, South America, pretty much, you know, as I mentioned before, they're all over the planet, and my visit to Norway in many, many years, in the previous years, I have discovered about the indigenous people that live in the northern part of um, Norway. Wow. And they're, they're called the Laps or Laplander or the Sami people. Oh. And yeah, and they were the very first indigenous people in Northern Europe or Scandinavian countries and even in Russia. And during the Viking era, the the Viking people have traded and discovered them and mixed up with these indigenous folks. And they were brown and they look like our natives um, in the Philippines, you know? Mm -hmm. They, They even called them the old people, meaning the first culture before the Vikings. And uh, they practiced shamanism and animism. And they were connected to the spirit world. They honored the deities and in total recognition of the earth as a living being. So that's beautiful, isn't it? Yes, it is. Because uh, I did hear about uh, the Laplanders briefly and, you know, studying world, world history, but they just glossed it over and yeah. I remember too uh, they were also sharing about the history of the Philippines and they said that the Philippines was connected by land bridges to all of these continents and that oh. explains how mm-hmm. I think that explains how the indigenous people were able to spread all over because I mean you see it in Australia you see, like you said in Europe mm-hmm. uh, in North America and exactly. of course Asia uh, but why has it, you know, this been suppressed? Is it because is it because of the conquerors that have just gone all over the world and 
you know, try to decimate the the brown people? Well, this is this is the story behind all of this um, that I have gathered from both the elders and uh, you know my intuition, and also from what I have studied is that you know the conquering of the land. You know when you know the brown people came to earth that they you know we were from the stars huh? originally mm-hmm. you know the, the native americans call us this you know as a part of the star nation you know and already it, it was recognized way beforehand before anybody else know that we were sent out on a mission to the planet earth huh? to be able to be the hospitable people, the people that would um, embrace the other races from other stars, uh, mm-hmm. from other galaxies, and from different parts of this universe. Uh. And so, you know, as I said in the last episode, the Filipinos were very, very hospitable people. And in the older times, whenever there are people coming, they have no prejudice. They all colors, all race, and they're very loving to people that are not in the same color. So it's interesting for me to um, to just be able to talk about how when they are so loving and so giving, it was easy for the conquerors to take advantage of that. And actually, conquering has already been pre-made in in the history that means that it's already been set in place that the conquerors would conquer various places on earth wow so it's already been set in in their in their hearts in their minds that that's their goal because when they came here from another star system Mm -hmm. they discovered that the earth is a very beautiful place and it's very rich in natural resources and and i said also in other episodes that there has been galactic wars that has taken mm-hmm. place and so we are all a part of the different star nations and but then when the negative forces negative uh, invaders negative aliens came to this planet earth they have taken the jurisdiction over the planet and that is why the ethnic cleansing in the entire globe has been massive and the conquerors just keep coming and coming and you know this is a fact that the native american indians have been um have been reduced oh yeah decimated by the millions it's like the largest genocide uh, ever i mean they keep talking about all the other genocides uh, but you know the, the one thing that America America and Americans forget is the you know like uh, they, they estimated like what uh, 50 million right 50 million well I, I've heard it's 100 million and some Native oh American Indians even said it's more than that huh? so the whole North America Central America you know, in South America, has been filled with the brown people, with mm-hmm. the, the that is so true people. You know, and 
that's why they're called native huh? because they're native to the land uh, they've been mm-hmm. here for millions of years too but nobody talks about that huh? so in terms of the crusade that has taken place huh? you know in conquering various parts of the planet huh? this has gone on from having to conquer you know not only the north america central and south america but you know how it goes um it's it's taking the natural resources and human power and taking energy from humans you know Mm, wow yeah it's funny because how the there's this white euro supremacy that has actually been established when they conquered the indigenous people and they reversed the whole process by calling the natives savages yes and that's what they called and that they needed to educate and civilize them but you know right yes well in in truth they were already cultured and highly civilized and what they have done to them was you know stealing their lands raping slaughtering and uh, getting the natural resources the precious resources of of the of the indigenous people and this happened over and over again you know as we've known and through wars this has been like a, a repeat like wars has been created over and over again against the indigenous people so that is you know a basic uh, history of how we have been taken over and I, I have just recently learned from having to also listen to um, David Wilcock uh, I have mm-hmm. to mention his name because I'm yes. grateful to know these wonderful people and Corey Good and some other people who are whistleblowers that in in the Second World War where the Nazi has been already at that time they were already trading with other aliens uh, the drug yeah. or the yes the, the, the Kronians yes yeah. that um human beings uh, has been used to to use as a trade a means of trade in in having to capture this um high technology and so i've heard also that um the germans at first the draco requested uh, human slaves uh, such as um, sex slaves mm-hmm. you know, and human slaves so they started the nazis have given the dracos uh, 160 women white women to be their sex slave uh, and other men also i can't remember how many but mm-hmm. that was the beginning of the trade slave uh, with aliens uh, with the reptilians uh. And oh my gosh. yes, and and then they decided that they're not going to do that with their people. So the whole thing happened where now they are they have been ransacking, you know, even different parts of the world, uh, taking people. You know, that's why this um, the movement, uh, the the trade slaves of 
Yeah. The sex slave has been a huge, huge issue in the in the planet huh? because actually um, it's a, it's a pretty heavy thing to to really find out about this because it's so intense that mm-hmm. we are being fed and traded to the reptoids by all these um, power hungry beings, uh, human beings that are you know the white uh, supremacist uh, and so I, I think the world needs to hear this they need to know about what's going on and that we cannot close our eyes anymore to all of this and that because of many forms of wars that has taken place on our planet uh, against the indigenous people mm-hmm. that you know there's so much poverty now you know yes and, great and, inequality yeah and, and uh, that covers up uh, a whole scenario of shock and trauma in the minds of people and having to just recover from that uh, probably having to recover from so many losses uh, you know um, abundance from their abundance uh, from from family members who have passed away from many stories that have been passed on from one generation to the next you lose your identity pretty much just Troy's cultural um, you know heritage and so it's about time for us to really get back and get to know who we are as the native people of this earth mm-hmm. and through through knowledge through information you know because light is information and having to understand what has gone on in our planet uh, makes us really go back even deeper to get to know who we are, you know, and really revive who we truly are. That means getting to know what's our genetic structure, who we are in our cultural uh, past, uh, what's our relationship with our earth and Mm -hmm. our spirituality. Just like, for example, you know, getting to know that the, the Laps and the Laplands were shamans. They were origin, you know, originally shamans and they practiced, you know, shamanism. And that's what Lemurian shamanism is all about. And that's in our blood. It's, in, it's a natural part of our lineage. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Native American Indians were also shamans. Yes. So, you know, an all native culture where brown people are in the Amazonian, you know, land, you've seen shaman all over mm-hmm. the place. So, you know, I- even in Mexico, you know, all the way to the Andes. Yes. And we've been around a long, long time because, you know, there was this discovery last year. Mm-hmm. Of uh, in the Philippines, in the province of Kalinga, mm-hmm. they found this ancient civilization there that's like 750,000 years old, and they can't believe it. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to suppress that evidence from coming out in the scientific. But you know, I read about it, and mm-hmm. I, and uh, it, it's a it's a huge discovery, but nobody in the media is reporting it uh, mm. because they're these are like they found artifacts and tools, you know. Because according to history, modern man has only been around for like maybe uh, several, uh, you know, hundred thousand years. But this one is way before that. Mm-hmm. And 
and it shows like you know like you said you know like the indigenous people the brown people originated from the philippines which is known as the uh land of uh, lemuria or mm-hmm. Lu. Mm-hmm. yes and there's this movement now too to rename the philippines there's this controversy going on right now i think the current president uh you know they they want to to change the name of the philippines to maharlika yes and people are opposed to it it, it should be it should be named maharlika because uh maha means great likha means creation and mm-hmm. this is the original great creation and it's like a combination of the sanskrit and yes. our language together so maharlika is an appropriate name for the philippines not the philippines which was named after you know our conqueror yeah, yeah the king of spain yes and and that's it, it's it, i think it's inevitable that it's going to head that way that we rename to our true heritage just like in in Myanmar which used to be Burma under the British now it's Myanmar mm-hmm. you know that's their original name uh, so yeah I'm glad to hear that uh, you know we are looking at you know changing the name but of course you know there's opposing forces that don't want that to happen of course so they're making it making it very difficult but to, to, to go back to the to the indigenous brown people you know that are all over the world that have just been conquered like in australia the same thing they mm-hmm. did genocide too yes you know the aborigines uh, in new zealand uh, even hawaii was conquered too mm-hmm. yes uh, what what can we do right now to to help awaken and get you know like the indigenous people to reclaim our you know our true you know birthright origins and also to help really accomplish our mission you know it's it's really a special time because 2019 is a time for spreading light uh, all over mm-hmm. our planet uh, and we as the brown people to dark people need to really awaken because when we understand who we are in the context of how we have been here for so long on planet earth you know that we are the land keepers we are the wisdom keepers we are the ones that would welcome the different alien races huh? That, that are you know are good in this entire universe to work together as a team because we are going into a galactic uh, conglomerate it's really interesting to say this because this is you know the universe is huge and there's this great master his name is Rich Riananda Murti and he's mm-hmm. actually been to the Philippines one time but the second time Marcos did not want him to get in because he really have this whole strong feelings about the Lemurians the the native the ancient people that was first in this land and he truly feels very strongly about the greatness of this land and so you know this this has to be recognized that we need to inculcate the greatness of our race uh, mm-hmm. and that our humility and humbleness uh, have been put into a tragic situation because 
there has been so much fear that has been implanted into our psyche. You know, during the Spanish time, for example, I even grew up in school having to have Spanish teacher hitting the children, had, having them, you know, there's a lot of punishment. Huh? Mm-hmm. And of course, the indigenous people, the native people, you know, who are very sweet and calm and loving and embracing of everybody else, you know, they have been subjugated and subjected to tremendous amount of torture. And let's let's recognize this. Let's see this. Because in being able to recognize this, now we know why there's so much fear in our psyche. And the fear has been going on for so many, many generations. Huh? You know, just the That's second, so true. Yeah, just the <clears throat> second world war. People <clears throat> and in, in our country, in the Philippines, you know, couldn't even talk about the Second World War because it's so intense. Traumatic. Traumatic. Yes. Uh, they can't even yes. talk about it. You know, and it's time to talk about it because when the Japanese and the Nazi came together for the Second World War, the Japanese wanted to conquer Asia. And mm-hmm. that was the deal that they're having at that time. And so... The Japanese have done so much brutality against the Filipinos. And, you know, a lot of people don't understand or don't know that this has taken place. Because we, the Filipinos, have kept it quiet. Even though we talked about, okay, Second World War. But then what really happened in Second World War was so intense. Babies were being thrown in the air, being Mm -hmm. caught by a bayonet. Yes. Being killed in front of the parents. Babies being sacrificed. So this is like a very dark scene. Very much so. Yeah. And so this is this is a shadow of our past that we really need to start looking and the mourning the 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 pain that has gone through in our culture need to be recognized because if we don't mourn as a culture we really will not go bypass what we have had experience we will be stuck mm-hmm. for the rest of our lives so it's it's good for us to really bring up the most painful parts only to, to bring it into the light to surrender it and to see what has taken place mm-hmm. and there's no more need to cover up all the dark side of it hmm? yeah because now what's happening in the Philippines the, there's now stories of uh, sexual abuse now coming uh, being uh, disclosed uh, by Filipino priests or you know mm-hmm. Catholic church priests in the Philippines now it's coming out Good. Uh, and you know, because the Catholic Church has, for the longest time, been the, uh, really an oppressor, really uh-huh. keeping the people keeping the people in fear in the Philippines, uh, and they were so intertwined with the government. That's why I couldn't figure out, like, you know, when I was growing up in the Philippines, like, why you know they're supposed to have a separation between church and state, but the church and Philippine government uh, are pretty much at that time acting as one. It's only now under this uh, new president, wherein he is really going against the uh you know the the catholic church uh and now the catholic church is as, as we see it now is being bombarded with all these you know disgusting revelations of uh you know uh you know child rape and all that and more than that and i think there's uh-huh. more coming out yeah and that and that's 
and as we can see, the church, the Catholic Church, has been dominated by the whites as well. Oh yeah, oh absolutely. I, I you know, my parents were both Catholics. Of course, it's forced upon the Filipino people. Mm-hmm. It's not something that we have chosen because you know we were, you know, our belief system as. as I'm still having a hard time calling ourselves Filipinos, even after the mm-hmm. time. Because Maharlicans. I, yeah, <laughs> I got to change that to Maharlicans. Because the true Maharlicans, uh, we're really nature people. And we are spiritual beings. And we believe in deities uh, and all the gods and goddesses that uh, rules the upper portion of our you know, etheric plane and that, uh, you know, we have so many types of deities and that says a lot about who we are in terms of recognizing the spiritual realm. And so anyhow, talking about the Catholic, Catholic religion, you know, they own so much land in the Philippines mm-hmm. and there's so much vast land that they have occupied that I remember one time that people who have no land at all are like so much in need of land one time in the area where we live in Kaintarisal there is what we have this huge vast open land it's called Valley Golf mm-hmm. yes and, uh, I remember that mm-hmm. and uh, you know there's so many people that needs land and so they there's a law at one time that if the land is not being used that they could be occupied so people start occupying that land and after several years people get settled probably about 500 families have get got settled already in that land and after several years here comes the priest the catholic church saying that they want to move all the people out uh, because it's their land. The funny mm-hmm. part about that that I just uh, really can't get is that why did they, they did not say that in the first place when they were building homes? Uh, and instead, they brought in bulldozers uh, to bulldoze all the homes. People were crying. You know, people were like homeless. Uh, they, they were merciless, they had no heart, heartless, and they had shotguns, and they were like, and I was there, I was seeing all these things happening. My. Yes, and it was a war, a war between people against the Catholic Church, and it was very intense. It's like, in that moment in time, I realized then that this was a real war, a, a, a war against Catholicism. And so, um, what to say, you know? People have nowhere to go. That's why there's more and more poor people, more and more rich people. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, pretty much the Philippines has been held tight, including in media, you know? Yes. You know, the, the entire conglomerate uh, has been taken over by by all this corporation that has something to do with the religious uh, in, interference. Uh, it's a conquering. Basically, mm-hmm. you know, 
this is the crusade that they're talking about you know it's it's a part of the genocide the ethnic cleansing you know and um, <laughs> it's a sad well, situation it, it, it is it's because it's because they're trying to they're still trying to retain their grasp of, of fear but they're, they're as we can see now it's it's already being uh, eroded you know steadily especially here in in the United States where all these uh, you know revelations are not just revelations but reports are coming out documenting all that and mm-hmm. and you know they they're also saying too that you know they were saying about the Catholic Church and then the and you know Hollywood also involved in this you know child trafficking and sex trafficking uh, and then the ch- the church it's like you know it's like this whole thing that's going on in this world is all about sex sexual conquest and power yes and it has to stop uh, because we really cannot uh, allow this to happen anymore you know i think human beings has got to stand up in their hearts and minds uh, recognize this they can you know mourn and and see what has taken place in their lives uh, you know we were taken over and that it's time to stand for our rights and how we can do this is through first getting to know who we are inside us claiming our spirituality claiming who we are we don't have to fear anymore because fear has been used as a tactic against people you know and we can live a life free from fear by recognizing what has taken place Mm-hmm. in our world uh, and, and the, the work that you do I mean uh, you know like when people go to your website uh, mayadashaman.com they see that you have this healing modality called the Lemurian Code Healing that can help people go get through this uh, uh, shock and trauma right yes yes I, I work with all types of people all races but um, it's been recently that I've been really doing a lot of work even with Mexicans and brown people a lot of people of colors come to me now mm-hmm. and you know a lot of them don't have much money so I even do social service nowadays huh? yes to help uh, people who has no money and and do some service uh, so I choose several people you know once in a month uh, and mm-hmm. I give them the possibility of uh, getting the healing they needed uh, because you know there are people who have money and then there are people who don't have money and so you know it's important for us for people who have money to pay and Mm -hmm. most of these people are Caucasians who have money and some some also of other colors of money yeah but you know it is important when people really are in deep trouble and they don't have money that they get help too. So I do. I do volunteer work, and I mm-hmm. do um, social service because I think that it's becoming more and more important these days for people to get healing, no matter what. And I even mm-hmm. do social service to a lot of white people who are homeless, who don't have home, and they talk to me. So you know, uh, it's, it's really quite a thing. You know, uh, I started with high-end VIP you know programs and you know I, and it's working both ways now i have the mm-hmm. clients and yes, i it's... have people that cannot afford so that's yeah cool. that, that's so beautiful maya because 
you know, one thing you notice, I mean, here in America, which is supposed to be the land of plenty, now I see there's so much more homeless people, you know, pretty much everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, here in California, I mean, I'm just boggled by like, uh, you know, I, I thought I never thought I'd see it. You know, like in the Philippines, they would have a lot of beggars mm-hmm. on the streets, but now you see it almost everywhere here. Well, you know? I also have heard that um, there is a law that has been passed that if you help the beggars if you give them food or money or something like that you'll also be arrested you're not supposed to help uh, beggars in america i don't know what place in united states i i think i heard about that i think it was somewhere in florida where they ban giving like free food or something to the needy oh gosh i i, I don't understand like how could that even be passed because that is just so morally repugnant to me you know yeah well this is a part of reducing the population i think that there's a war against poverty also when people are Mm -hmm. poor this has been all created this strategy about creating poverty in the world has been a strategy and then those people who have been you know who have fallen between the cracks Mm -hmm. of the society now they're easy target so it's easier to kill them through starving them or not giving them any help you know than having them survive or depend upon the government for help so it's Mm -hmm. a very very sad situation and it needs to stop all these things are just not humanitarian in nature this is a crime against humanity and it's got to stop it is a crime against Americans' own people because majority of the homeless are, are, are veterans mm-hmm. that served in, in their wars that they created. So these veterans come back traumatized already and then they come back. Mm-hmm. They have no homes, uh, broken families. They have post-traumatic stress disorder. And the, and the government just lets them, you know, leaves them, uh, you know, mm-hmm. the streets. And then we have all these politicians, like, they're so pompous and... And arrogant that they just like live live in, in in a different world where they can just send people to war and and then they don't care well you know this is all the strategy creating war manufacturing war using people as their tool to send out there for their own benefit does not benefit humanity mm-hmm. it only benefits their own pocket you know mm-hmm. when they have when they create war, they create guns also. So they sell yes. ammunition. It's all about money. It's all about uh, having to feed their own, you know, mouths and their own pockets mm-hmm. and to live the most luxurious lives. Yeah. And that the rest of the population have to be slave to them. We are yes. slaves to them. We yes. have to, to try to make our life, uh, you know, better but there's so much blocks all over the place, you know, mm-hmm. where humanity has been blocked left and right. We we're stuck. We can't move forward. Yeah. You know? Yet, you know, there's so much, so much resources, so much food. The whole planet can be fed. Nobody should starve. Nobody should be left behind. But mm-hmm. again, let's go back to the truth of the matter. These are all strategies long before we've known this. huh? You know, this has been all planned out. There's dark forces and there's forces of the light. And this is a battle between the light and the dark. Huh? And mm. in between are people who are being used against each other. So there have been programming that has been used for all the colors to have different fights. You know, like, so 
yes judgmental tendencies comes in racism comes in yes you know uh one time i was in dana point and this white woman we were just walking nicely with our dogs and this white woman have her dog and say attack attack i was so shocked and she's telling her dog wow. attack. Oh my gosh. And she said she hate Asians. Huh? <laughs> so I just, oh my gosh! Luckily, I was in a good mood at that day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just laughed, and I thought, wow, really, seriously? So this is the, the ultimate uh, ignorance that's taking place. And as you can see, ignorance is a deadly sin. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, you, you bring up such an interesting thing because, like, you know, there's a lot of the. the Uh, you know, all of this coming up to the surface now, where we see all the bla- more blatant racism coming out, um, but also within within our own indigenous people. I, like, and I'm going to put it out there. Yes. In, in in the Filipinos, I mean. Yes. We are, you know, we think we're white, but we're not, right? <laughs> and we behave like, you know, and we, you know, we behave like. Wait, like, wait a sec. You know, we we're not first at the table. You know, we're look, looked down on, right? We, you know, we think of ourselves as, as as white, but we don't have the privileges of that. And uh-huh. and and then I'm, you know, and I'm not saying just because I am against all white. I'm just saying that this yes. is the status quo here. Yes. And that there's certain like within our own indigenous, you know, group that we also don't support each other. Don't come together. Ignorance. Ignorance is a sin and that's why it's really important for us to wake up. The indigenous Mm -hmm. people of this entire planet need to come together instead of having to think of them in a different many different ways these are all programming in the first place. yeah that's true yes mm-hmm. because of the, the the you know intense programming and what they put in their food what they put in the water yes. the air you know they, you know people media. think oh it's just a yeah media conspiracy but no when you look at everything that's going on right now and i just finished this health convention mm-hmm. uh, the last five days here in anaheim mm-hmm. and what i saw was where the world is heading towards to Even though the powers that be trying to control it, the world is heading more towards a plant-based, uh, you know, food, plant-based products, mm-hmm. 100% uh, sustainable, cruelty-free, and that's where it's headed. And people say, "Oh no, that's just a trend." No, well, it's not a trend because when you see it happening mm-hmm. in the very supermarket shelves, where you see a lot more healthier options for people to, because yeah. the fuel that you put in your body is also what will help open up your mind. Exactly. Exactly. You are what you eat. There is that saying, you know. <laughs> yes. Yes. So the the awakening of the you know the the of all people around, and it's it's also interesting too that you, you when you say that uh, you know the, there's this uh, you know like the powers that be that control everybody, like when you because know, you know that we have this book collaboration coming out. Yeah. And a lot of people want to come on board, but. They are what's holding them back. Uh-huh. It's financial. Of course. It's financial. Like it's. I mean, mm-hmm. they. You know, a few hundred dollars to them is so expensive already. And then I think, wait, no, we could come out with a full book. It's several thousands of dollars. Yes. 
but people want to have their stories you know shared and told but so that's why we've been mm-hmm. blessed as well that this has been happening but you know a lot of the the people coming on board this book are also of uh, you know uh, an indigenous nature as well Asian so that's, that's the, yes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's beautiful so, mm-hmm. so to, to, to come back to where you were saying about the you know um, Lemuria and what you found and discovered mm-hmm. uh, of all the brown people being the origins of a really civilization uh-huh. uh, what sources would you recommend that the people look for you know Mike I have traveled around the planet and it's from my experience that um, you know I I'm able to for example I discover about the laps when I was mm-hmm. in Norway you know Sweden and Denmark yes. and you know I went to Brazil you know there's I just I'm an international traveler and through mm-hmm. that that's how I I have the actual experience and knowledge and yes. so you know I think it's up to people to really if, if they really want to understand you know the different uh, parts of the world they need to navigate through online they can look through online also and mm-hmm. study they need to study human beings needs to study you know and uh, awaken themselves through various sources huh? yes Be- because um you know when they listen to me it's my experience and i can talk about it because i see it with my own eyes mm-hmm. I-, i get to experience it i have it in my blood i have it in my intuition so each person will have to open up their third eye you know to really it's time for everyone to dig deeper into mm-hmm. you know their past if you're a yes. brown person and you want to get to know who you are go make that work happen for you it's an inner work that counts huh? mm-hmm. and that way you're more established into finding who you are but you know as i told you before my great great grandfather don pedro who is a Lemurian shaman, he is able to transport himself in this planet without any physical vehicle. Mm-hmm. He uses his own body as a tool to travel. And I mentioned a story before about how he changes the dynamics. He's a, mm-hmm. he's a fifth dimension and higher frequency. And we are moving towards that. Huh? So, but it takes work for us. Huh? We are so ignorant about who we are and what is contained in our physicality, in our physical body, that we don't know that our chakras, huh? you know, are portals to our sacred divine magic, and that we are the magic that we wanted to find out. Huh? So, we have to go deeper. And the knowledge is just within us, huh? but we have to learn that. Huh? You know, there are great yogis huh? yes. you know, who are able to to levitate and fly. You know, into the air. You know, I've I've known some Native American Indians who talk about this. That you know, their their people also are able to you know positively shape shift huh? remember we live in duality so there mm-hmm. is a positive and negative beings so shape shifting can also be negative and positive and the real shamans the authentic shamans who yes. are of the light they shape shift 
you know they can mm-hmm. become an eagle as well and they can yes. change you know the the structure of anything they can pass through walls they can levitate they can fly you know and there are techniques huh, on how to do all of this and these are very secret techniques that's being taught and mm-hmm. you know i happen to know some of this because i was initiated huh? in one of those uh, very special tradition ancient yes. tradition so you have to use your body as a temple as a tool to understand that there is magic within each and every one of us and you can go through that magic through very deep meditation you know going deep within us and there are lessons that you could learn how to do this so there's so much so much possibilities for human beings to be uplifted and to raise frequency and prepare for this wonderful coming ascension and i'm talking about ascension and liberation of humanity because we needed to be liberated from all this darkness from all the lies from all the cruelties that's been taking place on this planet and this is the time because kali yuga is uh, is at the very end of it and satya yuga is is the beginning of having to see the truth satya means truth mm-hmm. so the truth is coming out and this is this is beautiful because now we will be able to release all of those shock and traumas once we know the truth and we should because we needed to free ourselves from all the pain and suffering we've gone through in order to go into another dimension we have to raise our frequency in a very high state and so that's why all these things will come up all the poisons will be seen and then we have to release that we have to detox <laughs> as humanity it's time to really really clean up and detox our system our hearts our mind we will have to learn to forgive and release ourselves from all of this but you cannot forgive if you are in a state of ignorance you know you know what i mean mhm Yeah, so it's really like we really have to wake ourselves up to that, and they really start asking questions instead of instead of just being force fed and accepting it. Exactly, exactly. Uh, so yeah, so so that wow, what a long and deep, beautiful conversation we've had, and many mm-hmm. t- touching on many topics, uh, and also shedding uh, a lot of light about. Lemuria and the and and the brown skin people. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I know we're ra- running a bit out of time here now, but thank you so much, Maya. We look forward to having another in-depth discussion. But this has been such a revelation. We've touched on so many things that will be able to help a lot of people. And the and the and the number one thing is really that you're saying is that we just have to do the inner work, a lot of the inner work, uh, mm-hmm. and you know, uh, awaken ourselves. But then you're also there to also help assist people, so they can reach out to you through uh, mayadashaman.com, right? Sure. Yes. Okay. So you heard that, everybody. Uh, you know. So we'll be uh, ending this episode for today. But you, there's a lot of learning that was, uh, you know, uh, done here. So reach out to Maya, Maya the Shaman at mayadashaman.com. If you have any further questions, she'd be more than happy to help you. This is Iron Eagle Mike uh, saying thank you to to all of you who are listening, and thank you Maya for being on this uh, episode again. Thank you, Mike. We look forward to having you next time. Bye. Bye.